want to welcome you to the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. After a whole week of honoring our law enforcement, Pastor John brings a message on how we can be vessels of honor. Let's tune in. You never know what's on the inside of a vessel until you pour it out. Amen. Praise the Lord. I also want to say that um, I'm just honored to be here in front of you guys. It's just such a blessing to see you guys' faces every Sunday morning, Tuesday night, to see people coming out hungry for the word of God. It's very encouraging as a pastor to see people want to grow in the things of God. So I just want to thank you guys for that. If you will, turn your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 through 22. Thank you, Jesus. And it reads this. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the reverb on my microphone, I'm trying to sound holy, but not like that. <laughs> if anyone, no, okay. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee, that means run, not, not the little insect, but it says run also useful lusts. Run from them. But pursue, which means run again, run with tenacity after righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Now, as we see here, Paul was admonishing Timothy and he was telling him and he was trying to encourage him about a few things here. But we should also be encouraged by what this says. It says, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, when, it, when what Paul was talking about here is he's saying, listen, in a great house, in a good house, there are going to be some vessels. Some are made for honor and some are made for dishonor. So sometimes we got to look at and go, well, which ones are dishonor and which ones are honor? And Paul began to tell Timothy, and he was talking to him in an analogy, but we're going to talk about something today that I think all of us need. And, and I believe that one of the greatest things missing in this country today is honor. Una de las cosas más importantes que falta en este país hoy es honor. The Webster's Dictionary describes honor as this. Number one, Esteem of others. Estima de los demás. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 says, let nothing, well it says let nothing, but let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in loneliness of mind let each esteem others better than themselves. See, this is the word of God. And a part of honor is saying that you have to look at somebody else and esteem them higher than yourselves, which means you need to think about somebody else before you think about yourself. Pastor didn't say it. The Bible said it. Number two, a description of honor is it's a privilege. Un privilegio. First Chronicles 29 and 14 says, but who am I? 
And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee and of my own have we given thee. What is he saying? Is look, it's an honor. It's a privilege for us to be on this earth. It's an honor. It's a privilege for us to be able to walk and handle the things of God and talk to people about Jesus. It's an honor to serve other people. But somewhere in this whole world, we, we get it mixed up. We think that it's an honor. In order to show honor, people have to show me honor. But no, honor is something that you do, not what you receive. Well, expect it. We'll get down to that later. I want to get ahead of myself. Number three, honor is also to regard with great respect. Mastrando respeto. Mark chapter 12, verse 31 says, and the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love the ne- thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than this. We have to love people, like I said earlier, more than we love ourselves, or at least as much. I'm, I'm trying so hard not to just start preaching, get on a pedestal, but I'm, I'm going to give myself that opportunity later. But saints, you have to understand something. If the Bible says love your neighbors as you love yourself, why are we treating people bad? Who in their right mind likes to get treated bad? Raise your hand. Exactly. Nobody wants to get treated bad. And with that same thought, the same thought, if you've ever been treated bad in your life, you always have to think about that before you treat somebody else bad. Because you know you didn't like it. So why would you turn around and do the same to somebody else? That's why one of, our, one of our things that we say here at the building is this. Give us as much grace as you want when you mess up. I find it so funny that it, because we're lacking, we're a society that lacks so much honor that especially in the church, people are afraid to do stuff because they're scared that people are going to jump all over them when they're wrong. Look, life is about learning. And if God has given me a lot of grace, then I'm going to turn around and give a lot of grace too. It only makes sense. Praise God. Number four, honor means to fulfill an obligation or keep an agreement. Mantendiendo tu palabra. Keep your word. Honor your word. You know, a lot of people will say they'll do something and don't. I don't even want to ask the the ministry leads who didn't show up today. But that doesn't, no, that doesn't count. Has anybody been promised something and somebody didn't come through with the promise? Psalms 89 and 34 says, my covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. In other words, don't say you're going to be there at 10 and then call and say, oh, I'll be there at 1030. Because you now altered your covenant. You haven't honored what you originally said. If you're going to be there, be there. That's why there's so many scriptures. It talks about you better count the cost before you say yes. That's why it's better for you to look like people say, hey, man, I got this thing. Can you want to be there? People, are, yeah, man, I'll be there. People count on that. And then you come back 20 minutes later or, or two days later and go, oh, by the way, I'm not going to be able to make it. I know my wife and I being pastors is very difficult because we have a very busy schedule and we try to. But there's one thing that we learn. We learn not to give a quick answer. Let me check the schedule. For me, it's let me check the schedule, then let me check with my wife. Because if I say yes, then I've obligated myself to do something, to be there. 
And, and just to let you guys know, so that I could be a man of honor, if I say yes, I'm going to try my very best to be there. And if I found out I had something else going on, then something's going to have to lack. Then I have to go back on my word on somewhere, which then makes people not trust me. We have a society of promises that are never fulfilled. Now, let's look back at our scripture, 2 Timothy. It says this, but in a great house. Well, what is a great house? Well, right now, the great house is the house of the Lord. And that great house is the building Christian fellowship. I'm, maybe I'm a little biased. The building Christian fellowship is a great house. And it goes on and says, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. So in this house, in the building Christian fellowship, God has some vessels in here made of gold, silver, and some of clay and wood. Which ones are you? But out of these four, there's some made for honor and some for dishonor. Now, as we think about gold, silver, wood, and clay, some of us might think that the silver and gold are the honorable ones. How many thought that was, that was the honorable ones when you think of gold and silver? Just automatically. I mean, a lot of people think that the most expensive, the best looking, the more shiny is what's honorable, but that's not what makes something honorable. Look, all vessels are made to hold that which is poured into to be poured out. If I put water, okay, I can make it simple. If I put water in a Kool-Aid jar, I expect that Kool-Aid jar or pitcher to pour out Kool-Aid later on. I don't care what the pitcher is made out of. I just want it to do what I plan for it to do. So if it's doing what I plan for it to do, whether it's made of gold, silver, wood, or clay, the honor isn't in it sitting there. The honor in is, is it pouring out what I put in it? If I put water in these vessels, I expect it to eventually pour out into another vessel. The dishonor doesn't come from what's, uh, what the vessel is made of. The dishonor comes from the vessel being empty or the vessel's inability to share its content. Now, I believe... God is reminding us that we need to get back to the basics of the gospel. Creo que nos está recordando que volvamos a lo basico del evangelio. Matthew chapter 22, 36 through 39 says this, and, and this is uh, uh, Jesus speaking. He said, or somebody came to Jesus, this guy's coming to Jesus, and he's talking to Jesus. He had a question for him. This is where we're at. He says, teacher. What is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, you shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So many of us will talk about how much we love God, but we will not turn around and love on our brothers and sisters. Do you realize that dishonoring one another dishonors God? Y'all need to say that again? Deshonar unos a otros, deshonar a Dios. I said it again in Spanish. Dishonoring one another dishonors God. 
When you dishonor God's creation, you are dishonoring him. It's kind of difficult, isn't it? Because as I'm speaking, I'm hoping you guys are starting to think how many times you dishonored somebody. Your parents. To love one another is to love God. You show love by giving honor. Amarse los unos a los otros es amar a Dios. Usted muestra amor dando honor. So if you love and honor, so love and honor goes hand in hand. That means hate and dishonor are partners also. So you don't realize when you're dishonoring somebody, you're really showing them that you hate them. And if you hate part of God's creation, then you're dishonoring God. See, God gives us a specific principle in 1 John 4 and 20. He says, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar for he does not love his brother whom he's seeing. How can he love God whom he has not seen? Honor. We show honor by loving somebody. And when you love somebody, you're giving them honor. If you can't love the people that you see, you can't love a God who you can't see. See, God left his church here so that you could see God. That's why the Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they could see your good works, which glorifies your father, which is in heaven. So the body of Christ, listen to the term, the body of Christ. If I want to see God, I need to see it in you. So when I look at God's creation, I need to see God. And when I honor God's creation, I'm honoring him. But if I can't honor that which I see, how can I honor that which I can't see? Is this hard, you guys? This is deep. Or is it just early? We love and honor God by honoring and loving God's people. But here's where we get in trouble, you guys. Honor isn't something that's said. Honor is something that's done. <laughs> Talking about honor isn't good enough. See, my wife knows I honor her by the way I sacrifice for her and the way I listen to her and meet her needs. See, I honor my wife by making her feel important and feel beautiful. I honor my wife by making sure that she knows uh, I need her and I can't do without her. I honor my wife by doing what's right when she's not looking. See, <laughs> do I need to go there? Okay, I'm going to go there. A lot of people think that we're on, we're, okay, I'm going to honor her as long as she sees it, but when she's not there, I'm going to do something that dishonors my wife or dishonors my husband or dishonors my children or dishonors my church and even worse, dishonors my God. A lot of times us as Christians only do the honorable thing when we're around other Christians. As soon as we're not around other Christians, we do things thinking, oh, the Christian people aren't here, but really we're dishonoring God. Because he sees all, but for some reason we have in our mind that if other Christian people, they're the body of Christ, so if they don't see me, then Christ can't see me. God sees everything. Yeah, your wife may not, your brother, your sister, your husband may not see everything, but guess what? Where's your integrity? Because when you have honor, look, I'm going to honor my wife whether she's here or not here. I'm going to honor my wife how I speak and how I talk. I'm going to honor my wife by the way I conduct myself around other men and other women. Even when she's not around. 
And I feel the same way about my God. No matter where I'm at, whether I'm in the church or if I'm at a bar, I'm going to honor God. Kind of threw you guys off when I said bar, huh? What good is light in a, in a room full of light? Y'all didn't catch that. Light is needed in dark places. Not, not saying the bar is a dark place, but I'm just saying I'm going to go where there's darkness. I'm going to go where God calls me. I'm going to go, and then guess what? Like my wife said last week, I'm always, I'm going to come in the room. I'm looking for an opportunity to tell somebody about Jesus. Whether they got a bottle in their hand or they got a joint in their hand, I'm going to tell them about Jesus. <laughs> I love you guys. I really do. This is the type of honor we should show one another. Este es el tipo de honor que debemos mostrar el uno a otro. We have to honor each other by listening to each other. Al escuchar el uno al otro. We also honor each other by meeting each other's needs. Satisfacer las necesidades de los demás. And we also honor each other by making each other feel important. Y hacer que los demás se sientan importantes. Listen, you have to make people feel important. It's so, it's so important to make people feel important. You, you don't, like I said, I said earlier, you don't know where people are at. Some people think the stuff that they do is so insignificant and nobody ever acknowledges them for the work that they do. When we did uh, Teachers Appreciation Week, now listen, I know teachers, you know, and people will argue with me all day because I do stuff like that with people sometimes because I, I enjoy it. But I do. I enjoy talking about things. I really don't argue. I discuss things. And, you know, about teachers, teachers are underpaid for what they do. I'm just trying to tell you. And then somebody will come to me and say, well, you know, they got the strongest union in America and, and they've had the highest wage increases in the last 20 years than any other job. I'm like, dude, that just shows you how bad things are for them, that they have to have a union. To, you know, this is my argument. But I sit down and we were at Crystal School and, and, and we did this really nice display for them. It wasn't can I just be honest with you? It wasn't nothing. It took all of 30 minutes of my life and those that came and volunteered to go and, and I don't know how much we spent. It wasn't much money to get coffee, donuts, and buy a banner. You guys signed the banner. We hung it up. They were so appreciative of 30 minutes show of love. It changed their life. And I walked outside and I was like, man, because I seen how they were acting. I was like, man, I got to find some teachers in the parking lot coming in. I'm telling you, watch this. This one man came up and I'm sitting there staring at him and I go, are you a teacher? And he looked at me and goes, were you, were you with me? He like, seriously, he saw me and was like, because he probably thought I was one of those parents, you know, crazy parents. You, you want to say you a teacher? I, but I said it nice. He was like, yes. I walked to him and said, man, I just want to thank you, man, for teaching our kids and students and loving on them. I really appreciate what you're doing. And he just stood about three feet taller and didn't look like he was afraid and shook. And he goes, thanks. So he walks off and I seen another lady. I said, hey, ma'am, are you a teacher here? She goes, yes, I am. I said, listen, I just want to thank you for your hard work and your sacrifice because I know you're not paid enough, but we really appreciate what you're doing for our children. And she looked 
She goes, I've been a teacher for 15 years, and nobody has ever said thank you. I honored her by making her feel important. And that's what we do. You know what? When you guys are going shopping somewhere, you know, my, my wife calls me crazy. I talk to everybody. We, we're going through, when you go through the, the, the driving lane, you got to pay toll. I'll talk to the toll person. I do. Because I want people to feel important. Because God, see, God has done so much for me that I want others and people to feel that way. They experience the love of God through me. And I'll just stop and tell someone, hey, man, I appreciate it. Man, you do, you're looking good today. Gets me in trouble sometimes, but... I'll stop and talk to anybody. I'll be at Macy's and tell the person behind the counter, you know what? You're doing a really good job. Great customer service. Thank you so much. By the way, you look really nice today. Take off. Makes people feel important. It makes people feel good. I honor people that way. Man, you guys catching this? Because I'm going to tie all this together here. Because it's easy to honor people that has never hurt you or that you really like. It's easy to honor. But what about people that have hurt you? What about people that you don't deem as being worthy of honor? See, when your head is in it, you're going to say it. But when your heart's in it, you'll do it. Jesus had the same problem with honor with people. Watch this in Matthew uh, chapter 15, verse 8. It says, these people draw near unto me with their mouths and honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. How many of us are those people? How many times have we said, okay, God, I'm going to do it. Okay, God, I'm going to love you. Okay, God, I'm I'm getting it right this time. And we turn around and do what we want to do. Newsflash, that's dishonoring God. We say it with our mouths, but we don't mean it because if it was in our hearts, we do it. See, these kind of kind of people that Jesus, you know, all the, the reason why they would say things to God is like that. Look, God, we love you. We want to be with you. We honor you. We worship you. We adore you. God, you are worthy of all the praise. They say it with their mouth, but in their hearts, they're doing other things. I mean, the moment they get a chance to do something else, they'll do it. Why do they do that? Because they're trying to gain favor with God. Let me help you out because you do it with people. How many times you know you need something from somebody and the first thing you do is butter them up? Hey, you're looking pretty good today. Yeah, man, so how's, how's things going? Yeah, man, wow. Look, you been working out? Yeah, man, you look good, man. You lose about 10 pounds. Huh? Okay, face is looking good, okay. Hey, yeah, by the way, um, uh, yeah, you got, you, got, you got $20 I can hold. Where, where'd, that, where'd that term ever come from? $20 I can hold. I got a lot of money you can hold. Question is, can you hold a job? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) See, Luke 18, there's a story about this man that honored God with his head, but not his heart. El honor con su cabeza y no con su corazón. He came to Jesus and boasted that he did all the commandments. But when Jesus said, listen, I'm glad you were doing all this stuff that was easy for you. But what I need you to do now is take all your possessions and go and give them. You know, he said, give them, not sell them. Give them to the poor. The Bible said that he walked away 
sad. See, this man was really quick to honor God with his mouth, but because his heart wasn't in it, he was unwilling to go the extra mile. See, I could see it was somebody like him that was so pious that I kept the law, that he was the kind of people that looks down through his nose at other people. See, Jesus specifically said, go give it to the poor. Isn't it funny how when we have a lot, we look at people that, are, that don't have anything, we look down on them? We do it naturally. We like to elevate ourselves, elevate above other people. This is why true honor is found in the heart and not in your head. El verdadero honor está en lo corazón y no en tu cabeza. Now, as I bring this to a close, wherever your heart is at, your treasure is. And wherever your treasure is, you'll make sure it gets done. You guys catch that? Wherever your heart is, that's where your treasure's at. And wherever your treasure is, you'll make sure it gets done. So if it's in your heart, you're going to make sure it gets done. When you want to love on somebody, you're going to make sure that you love on them. Now, all this week, I'm going to talk about honor because I'm going to tie this together. All this week, countless members of the Building Christian Fellowship has shown honor to our local law enforcement. We came, we went, got together, and we, we blessed them. We went and got them lunch. Matter of fact, we gave them tickets. I don't know if you guys know this, and this is part of why, you know, we talk about generosity because we're a very generous church. I sat down and thought about it this week because, you know, we give them tickets, and then we go back to the stores that participated, and we have to pay them for the tickets. This wasn't donated. The church took care of everything. And as I went and paid them, I said, man, we're paying out a lot of money, but it was well worth it. And people came and joined us. Now, there's people at the police station because they're understaffed. They can't leave to go to lunch. And you know what y'all did? You guys went there, took off from work, went over there and said, hey, I know you guys can't leave. Give me the tickets. Tell me what you want, and I'll run and go get it for you. We blessed them. Listen, we honored them. Now, listen, you guys. We didn't just send them cards, which would have been nice. It was okay if we just sent them a card and said, thank you for what you're doing. I'm sure, they uh, I'm sure they liked that. But we honored them by this all week. We honored them by listening to their stories. We honored them because we met their needs. And we honored them because we made them feel important. I don't know if you guys got a chance, but second service, the, some of the Susun PD is going to be here. The chief's going to be here. Um, the mayor, the vice mayor is going to be here. But you know what? Like, uh... Carlos said, they do a thankless job. And I didn't realize that just buying them something, which really isn't anything, how much it changes their perspective of how they see their job. Because sometimes you go out there to work and, and, and I'm sure they go out to work and go, nobody even cares what I'm doing. Everybody wants to criticize and ridicule me for what I do, but nobody knows where I'm at. Nobody thanks me when, when they're in trouble and they call and I come and show up. Man, can I, can I just say, when Mother Mary's, uh, Austin's house was burning down, I got out there, the police, Susan PD was out there. Now, the funny thing about it is, I, was, I, knew, I, knew, I know both the officers. I've, I've had experiences with them and talked with them. But they recognized me, and they're like, hey, is this somebody who goes to your church? I was like, yeah. And one of the police officers was like, listen, man, I want to help out. Is there anything that I could do? And oh, by the way, thanks for the coffee. I really appreciate, man. You guys didn't have to do this. 
And I said, yes, we do. Because the Bible commands us to give honor where honor's due. So you know what happens is now we're creating an avenue for conversation. We're creating an avenue when, when, when next time somebody sees you, he's going to see you and go, this might be one of those first people from the building that actually appreciates what I do. And it opens up their heart. It opens up their lives so that we can share the gospel and the love of God to them. Showing honor is something that's not an option. It's a commandment that God tells us to do. So I want to invite everybody here to next service. You guys, I know you guys got things to do, but it's not a long service. We're going to have all the officers here. We have gifts to give to the, the police officer of the year for Susun and the dispatcher, because nobody, nobody even says nothing to dispatchers. You talk about thankless jobs. Nobody even sees dispatchers, but they're working undercover. They're the angels to get your prayers to the police officers. See, the police officers can't come unless you talk to a dispatcher. See, we don't, we don't know that. But see, these are the things. We're going to honor them also. But most of all, honestly, once again, I'm biased. We're going to honor, honor our law enforcement that are members here at the Building Christian Fellowship. Amen. Now, before we leave, I know you guys are looking at me and, and you may be wondering, what makes a person want to honor other people? I'm glad you asked. The reason why somebody like me wants to honor other people is because God has honored me so much. He gave me honor when I didn't deserve it. That honor is love. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He honored the world with love. He poured out his honor upon the world. Watch this. If we stand and we look at one another, and, and you guys hear this, I don't give respect until I get respect. How many people stand on that? Think about that for a second. If two people have that attitude, nobody will ever respect anybody. Think about it. We're both standing there, and it's a, it's a standoff. You've got to show me respect first. No, I'm, I'm, you, I'm, we, you, you show me respect, then I'll show you respect. It doesn't work that way. The Bible says if a man wants friends, he must show himself friendly. Which means if I want honor, I got to give some honor to get some honor. If you want money out the bank, you had better put money in the bank. Because if you go and try to take money out the bank when you didn't put money in there, it's called robbery. If you try to demand honor from somebody that, hasn't, that, that you haven't honored them first, it's called robbery. You're a thief. I got this picture. It, show, show the picture. There it is. Was it up already? I need you to see this picture so you can get something. I'll use this also. But that picture up there, I need you to see this picture. Sharp. This picture is filled with water and it's filling this cup. Now, this cup was empty until the pitcher poured itself out into it. Now the cup didn't have to do anything. It was the pitcher that poured itself into the cup so that the cup can be filled. Now the cup's job isn't just to sit there and hold it. Now the cup's job is to turn around and pour out into something else, which will be me. Funny part about it is that pitcher was once empty until something else poured into it. See, we were all once empty vessels. We 
we were all that empty glass but God shed his love and honor and poured it into us. I am in a house, a great house, and I am a vessel of honor, whether I'm made of gold, silver, whether I'm made of wood or clay, I am a vessel of honor. Why am I a vessel of honor? Because God chose and poured his love out on me, and I'm looking for empty vessels to pour honor and love out on them. There are empty vessels in our community that are police officers. They're out there. They're just people in the streets. They're empty vessels. How am I going to be a vessel of honor I'm not going to wait for somebody to honor me I'm going to go and give them something they don't deserve I'm going to give them the love of God which is the honor of God and I'm going to fill them up why do you think David said my cup overfloweth that's us saints we got to stop demanding honor we need to start giving it to whom much is given much is required but watch this God says if you give you will receive good measure pressed down running over shall men see y'all thought that was a scripture for money it doesn't even it, it doesn't even talk about money but if you read further in the scripture it talks about it talks about love it talks about forgiveness love is honor if you want honor give honor if you want respect give respect and guess what do you realize that God still pours out even though you won't turn around and fill anybody back up God so loved the world that he gave and he continues to pour out his love but sometimes we're broken vessels not able to hold the love of God and God wants to fix that brokenness today if you're in here today and you're like, man, I want to be that vessel of honor. I don't want to be that person that is looking, standing with my arms folded. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. and I, I'm trying not to get into this whole debate about the police and everything else. Listen, I've been on both sides. I've been arrested. I've been that person. I've been to jail. All Some of you guys are looking at me like, what? Wait, what? Pastor? Yes. You can go down to the Department of Justice and pull my file my rap sheet I've been there I've been that person but you know what as I got and experienced the love of God I began to see that God has placed authority in our lives for a reason now I have to tell you the same way there listen to this the same way there's a bunch of bad pastors there's a lot more good pastors how would you feel if I treated every last one of you based upon the one bad congregant that I had you ever think about that? I'm just telling you as a pastor. There right now, there's a hundred and some odd people in this room. And I sit down. If one person or two people out of a hundred treated me bad, called me out my name, it would be wrong for me to put you all in that same bucket. But news will tell you these two people are bad. They won't talk about how somebody came and blessed me. They won't talk about how somebody else came and helped me out when I needed help. They won't talk about the people that are here serving, standing on the wall. But they're definitely going to tell you about the people that do the dishonor. So I'm not going to judge the barrel by a couple bad apples. And I'm going to even do more. I'm going to steal. Even those bad apples, I'm still going to honor them. I'm still going to love on them. You know Why? Because it was the love of God that changed me. It wasn't preaching. It wasn't laying on of hands. 
It wasn't beat me with the Bible. It was the show of the love of God that changed my life. And if it could change somebody like me, it could change anybody. Because I'm like Paul. I was the chief of all sinners. So today, if you have not experienced the love of God and you say, today, I want to be that vessel of honor. Today's your day to be a vessel of honor, whether you're made of gold, whether you're made of silver, whether you're made of wood or you're made of clay. Today's your day to be a vessel of honor. Amen. Website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.